What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Mm. Wow. She tart. She crispy. That lining. Woo. Well, this is the show where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. Everything from pop culture, current events, and of course, your money. And today we are talking about babies, babies, babies. <laughs> uh. Justin Biebs. Love him so I know, much. I know. How, Love him and babies. And so real well. life. We're talking about real life babies here. How much they cost you, uh, your friends who are attending a zillion showers and birthday parties, and the big one, do babies delay or diminish your ability to build wealth? Yes. Controversial. <laughs> Hot button topic. Mm-hmm. So in honor of talking about babies on this episode, we decided to do a mocktail. It's a mocktail margarita. No alcohol margarita. here, but it's a mocktail margarita. So if you're an expecting mother, you can make one of these at home. Yeah. And it's, it's delicious. We're going to give you the rating and reveal the cost and what's inside at the end of the episode. So That's stick right. around. Uh, but first, speaking of babies. Do you know why I thought it would be fun to do an episode on babies? Why, Georgie? Because I'm going to be a dad! Yeah! <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first on Smart Money Happy Hour. Uh, Whitney and I are expecting our first child. I am a little baby over camel. Over the moon. I am so excited. I can't wait for all of the She advice. is just the cutest little thing. She works here at Ramsey, and so everyone here knows because she's walking around with her little bump, and it's so little precious. Little bump, little camel. Oh, my goodness. Are you telling gender at all? Uh, I uh, Sure. <gasps> we did like the earlier, like it's not yeah. the official scan, but we did it. And um, it's a girl. It's a girl. <laughs> a little baby girl. Love it. Little Which baby girl. Which everyone keeps cable. telling me, like, you're going to be a great girl dad. You are going to be a good girl I don't dad. know what that means other than they're saying, you're feminine. <laughs> you're going to crush this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I was, like, a super burly dude, you wouldn't be like, you're going to be a great girl dad. <laughs> it's less about that and more about, like, you're, ju- you're just uh, understanding. You're into You know what I mean? Like, there's a stereotypical sure. dude thank that's you like, for, thank uh, you, I don't want to listen to anything. And I'm that just means dude. the world. But there's, like, a kindness about you, George, and having a sweet little girl. You're going to melt. You're going to melt. I know. It's going to... She will just rip my heart and soul she's out in the best to. ways. Oh, she's going to, and it's so, going to be so good. Baby Camel coming late summer, 2023. Congratulations. Mark your calendars. We are here for so it, this is George. why I thought I can rig this thing to get free advice from Rachel if we just do an episode <laughs> on babies. Give you all my knowledge. Because, I am I mean, I'm nervous. There's some nerves. For sure. What are you most nervous about? Uh, the, the lack of sleep and just yeah. this, like— you don't have you'll you won't have a life for the next few years at least. Not that I do now. Like I don't have a big life. But you got a life. But like your brain is constantly going. Another human go. being needs me constantly. I know. Well, the, I'm used to being the needy one in the family. That's right. It's about that's about to flip. <laughs> I know. The do- and the dogs. And then the dog. We they're have two good. French bulldogs who are very needy. Yes. And so they're going to be on the back burner while still being needy. Let me just say this though: the fir- the early stages. Yes, you'll be tired. But with one, you just kind of pack under them up and. Carry them around. What is this? Just, uh, the the okay. car seat. Oh, got it. Yeah, you just take them around and put them in a pack and play in a closet at a friend's house. You can still hang. do life. They're just chilling. Talk to it's me. It's when at, they start wandering around that makes me nervous too. 
Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot, George, but I'm, we're here for it. I'm, okay. I'm very well, excited for how, you. How would you describe parenthood, Rachel, for those of us that don't have kids out there and oh we're wondering? Because you hear both sides. You hear people go, "Oh my gosh, they're kids, man." And then you hear the, the people that are like, it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, they're lying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't like I it. feel like that's a balance. It can't be one or the oh, other. Oh, it's a huge balance. That's uh, fair. But no, it is. It's like, it's unlike anything you'll ever experience. I don't know people say that, but it is, uh, it is wonderful. There's got to be like a little hint of narcissism in humans that were like, it's a little version of me and I love <laughs> I know, it. You know I what know, I mean? Yes. Can we just admit that? That's part of it. Yeah, no, but it's, it is great. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I feel better I really already. am so excited. Because here's the deal. If people absolutely hated it, they wouldn't have multiple kids. So there's something That's to true. be said of like, yeah. That's fair. Right? Well, a lot of people disagree with you. And those people are <laughs> entire generations. Oh, no, Millennials really? and Gen Z, largely, uh, they're, they're not a fan of this, Rachel. I mean, look at this. Birth rates in the U.S. have dropped 20% since the Great Recession in 08. Oh, dang. And according to a report from January 2023, millennials and Gen Z aren't currently having enough kids to sustain America's population. Really? I don't know what that means. Like, are we going to go extinct as humans? I don't know. I mean, I think I feel that... like I could use less humans on this earth. I mean, have you sat in traffic? <laughs> I'm done with but it. But if the average population, yeah, starts getting older and older, and have we don't have enough that? people— Do you feel like your friends aren't having as many kids as, you know, our parents' generation? Uh, oh, yeah. Because I feel like to have—yeah, I feel like there'd be families with, like, five kids, four kids— not that that was the norm necessarily, but that didn't feel abnormal. But for our age, people to have more five than kids. three, to even have three. Like, you better have your own HGTV show if you have more than five kids. Yes, I know. That's what it feels like. So, yeah, I would say that is true. I think that like people the are era having less. of five, six, seven, eight kids, not really happening. No. It, that, I'm yeah. sure we're going to get a lot of comments of, like, I have eight <laughs> kids, and it's great. Like, I get it if you live on Little House on the Prairie. But, you know, for a lot of people, I'm from Boston. A lot yeah. of northerners— we're not having a lot of kids. They get married late, and sometimes it's too late, or they yep. just don't want to deal with the hassle. And I was going to say, too, the age, the average age now of women having kids is getting older because then you're getting married older. I mean, all of it. So everything is just pushing. It's a lot. Pushing that way. Well, here's—I want to play out what would happen if okay. this plays out and there is a lower population. So the average age of our population gets older and older. We'd end up with a smaller workforce and a bunch of retirees, which could be bad for the economy and bad for public budgets— AKA taxes, because then taxes are split amongst less people. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just, I'm not saying I, that's not what I adhere to. Yes, but that's, that I is, would happily pay higher taxes if it meant less people on earth. You would? Yeah. If it meant no traffic, <laughs> oh no lines. You I know, think you're still going to have all of imagine that. Imagine going to Disney World and it's just, you can <laughs> breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know is where you're fair? hanging out. Why don't you go in a field and I breathe? Can't, go I'm in the forest the and pass. breathe. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Rachel. I'm not going to be an outdoorsy there. guy. Oh, okay. So why are why are Gen Z and millennials? Why are they not jumping on the parenting bandwagon? So the top reasons: number one, not wanting kids at all. So people who just go, I want to just be childless, and life's too hard. There's too many responsibilities. Yeah. I want the freedom. We're not going to have kids. Then there's people who have medical challenges, which yep, is understandable for sure. But then the big one. Money. Is money. They cost a lot. So nearly three in five millennials without kids say they don't have any because it's too expensive. Three wow. out of five. That's a big number. Does that surprise you? That feels like a lot. It does. Feel, that's the majority. Yeah, that they don't want kids because they are too expensive. I mean, 
it's such a range. I don't think we'll get into some of this, the specifics, but I mean, there's obviously like fixed costs, I guess, like of childcare and that kind of thing. But, but even within that, like there's just ranges of stuff, right? Like you're, you're, you guys are probably shopping for a stroller and I'm like, you can buy something used on Craigslist all the way up to this like insane expensive thing, right? But there's more pressure to get the expensive one because they're like, well, you know, it's not safe. But yeah, you'll probably be all right. Like, why? Why want to be a good parent? I want to buy something the same. Oh, that's such a that's such a parent. That that's a sales the, there's those tactic kinds of pressures. That, like, and they're like, well, this one. I mean, it's got the one touch release, and you're like, well, that would be nice. You know, I would, I, all I the would features appreciate these that. Days. I know, but the range the range of having a kid for sure is uh, uh, of how expensive they can be. It does. It, you that's can fair. go inexpensive, very expensive, but don't make your financial plan stop you from having a kid. Have a child. If you want to start a family, start a family. Same with marriage. If you want to get married, regardless of where you are in debt, like get married. There's not a specific step where we go, okay, now you can have kids. Yeah, no, this is, that's a very personal decision. So yeah, go at it. But if you do decide to start a family and you're in the baby steps, if you're in baby steps one, or especially baby step two, the debt snowball, we say pause the debt snowball, pile up some cash. And then once baby is good, mom is good, everything is fine, press play, throw that cash at your debt. But- save up in stork mode so for the people who don't know we've had some new listeners pop in who just found us on youtube just so great so the ramsey baby steps is our plan to get out of debt and build wealth there's seven of them we'll drop a link in the description but people call the ramsey show that we co-host together and they'll go hey i don't know if we're ready to have kids we have some debt and we go okay well it's another line Mm -hmm. item in the budget save Mm -hmm. up cash until mom and baby are home safe but don't wait until you're completely out of debt if you want kids. That's right. But kids are, they are expensive. So get this. From the day that the baby's born till the day they turn 18, your family will spend about $310,605, about $17,000 per year per child. Do you want some tequila in that Ooh, drink for you? <laughs> wow. I might need to spike this uh, drink after that. Seventeen grand a year. No. That's a lot. I mean, it's if you think lot. about someone who makes, you know, 40, 50 grand and 17,000 of their net income after taxes. I want to see this broken out because, again, it goes into housing, education. They do break food, it out. Transportation. There's health, a slight range depending yeah. on the age. You know, like you're going to have daycare when they're younger, but you may not later on. Right. But they may, you may send them to a private school later on. Yes. It's more expensive. Education, that whole thing, that's like a whole other bucket so, yeah. of like a major expense. But for I don't, sure. I mean, counting housing feels like. I get it. But here's the thing. People do have to factor in. If you have three kids, it changes the house you buy. For sure. Yes. You yes. need more bedrooms if there's yep. more kids. Yeah. Now, do you eat, does each kid need its own bedroom with its own shower? Right. No. Yes. We've gone overboard. We're fine. Do they cost money? Absolutely. But again, I think this range, hmm, I don't know. I, don't, but, but, I think you can do it way cheaper. If Now, yep. education and daycare, I get. Sure. If you're working, you've got to pay for daycare, and that does add up. Food, yes. It costs money to feed babies. Yes. And as they get older, teenagers, it gets now very that's, expensive. And that's where that's different. Because even my kids, they're like little birds. Like they just still, I mean, they're five, three. Sure. And I feel like it's when they hit those preteen years and all of that that you're like, they're oh, wow. You actually eating. are. I can count you as a human. Like but I count I've our heard kids. heard formula is expensive. Yeah, that is true. It is. That's fair. There's that's one. Fair. Now, transportation, I don't know that that's a huge factor until they become teenagers and, you know. Well, unless There's you have to, unless you need, like we got the Driving minivan to daycares, after three. Yeah. Once we had three. Certain types of vehicles. Yep. Healthcare. I mean, there's a lot of appointments and doctor's visits. 
clothing. Goodness gracious, the clothing, Rachel. Oh, the clothes. So and much. a girl. That's a real. Girl. That's so stereotypical, but it's so true. Y'all are gonna get so many clothes. Well, I'm gonna little, get all the hand-me-downs. Tiny, little tiny dresses. We've already pointed out our hip friends, and they're like, "We'll give you all of the." And I was like, "Perfect. <gasps> give me all of the tiny denim jackets and little like oh. Converse and Vans." Okay, are you gonna? Oh, this is a. But paying full okay. price for a baby denim jacket? No, thank you. Now this is where we could disagree, George, on the baby fashion. We'll go here for just one minute, and okay. we will get back to money. Timer on the. Clock. I had a thing about having with my babies and how I dress them that until they were one years old, I'm like, I'm dressing you like a baby. What does that it mean? It bothered me. And I, no judgment. Oh, versus like a human. But like it, but babies it, don't need shoes. A three-month-old that's in like a seersucker outfit oh. and he's like this. He can't even hold his head up. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, get that baby out of that suit and put that baby in like pajamas. Like that. that is a baby. Yes. Don't dress him like a 35-year-old man. Until they hit one... Then I'm like, you can you can dress them like a little person, but no, not the. Ba- it's my thing. I'm like, when they are a baby, they are going to be dressed like a baby. Let them be dressed like a baby. Yes, which is just like a onesie. Onesies, yes, or like a little like a doesn't have to I'll be. Buy, I will be your southern aunt. I'll be this. I'll be <gasps> southern aunt Rachel. So I think the she South, needs a little bit of smock. It's a different game. She needs a little a little a few smocks. Yes, she does because she's a little baby. I was hoping you wouldn't mention the smocks. She's a little baby. Just the word smock. Just it's so sweet. I get acid. I reflux. don't do that for my boys. I did. Charles didn't wear smocks. My sister dressed but girls her boys are, for sure. There's so much I need to learn about Southern it's culture. So sweet. I still barely know how sororities work. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Okay. Okay, let's get back. So New York Times had a survey back in 2018. They found some specific financial fears among people who didn't want kids or were on the fence about kids. And the results still feel accurate five years later. So let me throw some at you, get your reaction. I will react. 31% said it was because they couldn't afford childcare. Mm. Don't want kids on the fence about it because of childcare. Which is a fair point because childcare costs have increased 214% <sighs> since 1990. And childcare for one infant in 2020 was over 12 grand on average, 200 bucks a week. Yeah. Which is a lot for people, you know, when you're Which already I believe, your or budget even more. strapped. And here's the deal, too, because we went and we looked at different daycares when we had Amelia. And you want the one that you feel the safest and it's the cleanest and the best. I'm like, like when you, it's your child that you're handing over. So I'm like, I understand people that pay. And have to these crazy amounts for daycare because I'm like you do want the be- you want the one that you feel the best but it still has to fit within your budget and so that's when the conversation comes in of like okay we need to do pros and cons on both parents working even because it can get to a point depending on where you live and how much it is that one parent's salary oh yeah that 75 percent of it is going to daycare and then it's like is it worth the trade off right so you start to have those conversations especially but when you have more that's kids that's a hard one that's one where I'm like I know we Ooh. can't solve life's problems but I wish there was. More stipend. I wish there was more help yeah. with childcare That's in our tough. in our country. But yeah. like big cities, you can pay upwards of you know two grand a kid. Oh sure. And I saw one story: San Francisco, four thousand dollars a month for their two kids. Oh yeah. So you think about it, that's fifty grand a year of net income yep. going towards childcare. Yep. Absolutely. So you have to make you know seventy, eighty, ninety just to make if that, that break to even. Justify yes. Oh yeah, to break even. Yeah. 
or so even for tough, it to be worth it. It's a tough situation. It's really hard. Yeah. Uh, Childcare, it, it is, that's a tough one. Um, 24% of uh, people that were surveyed said that they couldn't afford a house. Mm. And that's one reason that they didn't want to have kids. So home prices went up 34% since the start of the pandemic. And owning a home, I guess people definitely associate that with a family and having kids and all that. But you can have kids in rent. Yes. People do it all the time. Yes. They live to tell the tale. <laughs> now, it's they usually, they usually people that call in, like, this isn't an ideal situation. We want to get into a house. For sure. But we can't right now because we have the kid, our budget's trapped, but usually it's tied back to their debt payments. Yes. So having the margin allows you to do that. I want everyone to be a homeowner at some point in their life. It's a great part of your wealth building journey. But it's true that having a kid and paying childcare, that's money that can't go towards the down payment or getting out of debt so you can afford the house, all of those factors. Yeah. So it, that's a real problem. Yes. But owning a home, it is still possible. It's going to take longer because of where we're at with the market, all of it, but it is still possible. And don't let that be the thing that stops you though from having a kid, I would say. Yeah. So what are the parameters you would say here? If you check all these boxes, you're ready to buy a house, whether you have kids or not. So be debt-free, have a fully funded emergency fund at three to six months of expenses, have a good down payment anywhere from 5% to 20%. Uh, we say that you're Mortgage payment needs to be no more than 25% of your take-home pay on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. So those are our parameters. And again, and I always say this because it's true, they're very conservative. People get mad at these parameters a lot with us. Um, they are very conservative, but we just know that when your income hits your account, we want you to be able to do more with your income than just own a home. We want you to be able to do retirement. We want you to be able to pay off debt. Like, like there's things to do with your income. And if half of your income is just going to a mortgage payment, it's going to stop that growth of building wealth in other places. Oh, so. yeah. Well, and it, it gives you some freedom and margin and wiggle room with having a kid because yes. kids are expensive. That's right. So if your mortgage is like 50% of your take-home pay and you're trying to pay childcare and live a life and go on vacation, you're going to be broke a long time. It's a lot. So be patient. Do this the right way. 23% uh, of the people surveyed said that they were worried about the economy. Oh. Okay. Do you think this is like— wisdom? Is this fear? What I is think this it's real? mostly fear. Because when yeah. you say worried about the economy, it's such a vague what-if scenario. Like, what are they actually worried about? Just the, the economy collapsing? Because that's, I mean, if that happens, we got way bigger problems than children. Yes. <laughs> so what are they actually scared of here? I think I they're know. just, they're worried mostly about, infl I think when they say that, they're worried about inflation. Mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Or their job, maybe. Or their job. Yeah. Which is fair, but again, I think reality, putting facts on paper, having perspective of history, and stop watching the news. Most yes. of the time, these people, they're glued to every headline. Every little thing that happens with the stock market, with the White House, they're freaking out. Yes, they're watching every little thing. 13% uh, said that they have too much student loan debt. Outstanding federal student loans in the U.S. currently total more than $1.6 trillion owed by more than 43 million borrowers. Ouch. Is that not wild? One study um, said that, uh, that women with $60,000 in student loan debt are 42% less likely to have children than their non-indebted peers. Oh, interesting. And I get that. I mean, I think there's a truth that, man, when you feel burdened by debt. Yeah. And there's a lot going on financially that it's like, oh, starting a family, that just feels overwhelming. Like that that can feel like a stress point. So yeah. I get that. It's emotional actually. and financial. Yes. I remember in the Borrowed Future documentary, 
which is free on YouTube. You can go watch it. It's awesome. But there's a guy named Josiah that I interviewed on the podcast version, and he's in the documentary, and he's telling a story, and, and he literally said, I'm, I feel like we can't have kids, number one, because I'm not the man I need to be because I'm carrying $100,000 oh, in student yeah. loan debt, and I don't want to raise a kid in a poverty-stricken home. Mm. Those were his direct words, and mm. has stuck with me yeah. because that's how they feel emotionally. Yeah. And you run the numbers. You know, he's a teacher. Yep. In the Midwest, he's not making $100,000. Right, right. And so to pay off $100,000 in student loan debt while having a kid, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a and lot. so make a plan to get out of student loan debt, put it into that debt snowball we mentioned, smallest to largest balance, regardless of the interest rate. And please don't wait on the freaking government to no, fix this. No, fix it. They don't have a great track, track record fixing things. Not you know? really. Not great. They're not like, no, they're not the best, I would say. I'm not going to play the game of will they or won't they. They're not Just, the best. You mm-hmm. take control. So, Rachel, one last reason people are scared to have kids is because they're scared they're not going to be able to retire because of how uh, expensive kids are. Yeah. How are they going to save for retirement? They don't want to work till they're 65 these days. And so I want to touch on this because it's a real fear. And there's, I mean, you could crunch the numbers and argue that you could retire earlier if you didn't have kids. So if money is keeping a lot of millennials and Gen Zers from achieving their dreams of starting a family, what is the solution, George? Oh, gosh, that's a loaded question. The solution. I think they need to take the emotion out of it and focus on the things they can control, the things they can do, which the big one's getting out of debt. That's where I would start. If you are debt-free, emotionally, you can actually handle this. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that. And I think just having a plan and knowing where you're going. So I think a lot of people get stuck of where they are financially with a lot of debt payments. They may not be budgeting. They don't know where their money's going. I mean, it's just like this like whirlwind of just, I don't know what's going on with my money. And it's amazing. When you have a plan in place and you have a destination that you want to go to, it's like, I want to go here. And that's what the baby steps are. It's a great plan. And it gives you a level of control uh, over your money that I think it does bring a level of peace to say, okay. And and I'll say this, money is a really important part of life, but it is not your whole life. Yes. Like life is, there's so much more out there, you know, with relationships and marriage and kids and family and friends. Like all of that is the important stuff. And what sucks is that money's the thing that like bogs people down so much too. So releasing that and saying, hey, I'm gonna have a plan to help me go and enjoy my life, because that's what money is. It's it's not a destination. Money is a tool to help you get to where you want to go. But here's the thing. With our plan, if you follow it, which means you're getting out of debt, you have an emergency fund, you're investing 15% towards retirement, you're working on paying off the house early, saving for kids' college. If you do those things, you can still retire with dignity and have kids. It's not yes. like an either or. People do it all the time with kids. Let me just say that. Invest for retirement and cover the cost of child care yes, and kids. Yes, yes, It is possible, 100%. But it comes down to doing the budget. That, for sure. On paper, you go, okay, we put 15% towards our 401k. The rest is going to be allocated towards child care and all these things. If you're not doing a budget, I do think it's going to be much harder because you don't know where your money's freaking going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's going back to having a plan and just saying, hey, this is exactly what we want. But yes, don't let not starting a family happen and creep in just because you want to retire early. Yeah, not a good plan. But, I, you know, wanting to have your finances in order before having kids, that's a good goal. I think it'll, yes, it'll yes. be less stressful if you're out of debt with an emergency fund. Uh, between hospital bills, childcare, all of these things, it's expensive. Any uh, final words of encouragement or advice for a father to be? Oh, for you, George. Yeah, where to save, where to splurge, how to overcome the fears. What would you tell a new parent? 
Um, I would say that it's not going to go the way you think it will. That's not encouragement. So <laughs> I was hoping for encouragement. People have like your birth plan. I mean, it's ever you think pregnancy is going to go. Even having the even getting pregnant, right? Like, I mean. Stuff just does not go the way you plan. So put the expect have what you want. So don't have this perfect picture of no, everything. No, and if, it, has and to if go something goes off track, it's okay. It's give okay. yourself grace. And every that's the encouragement you were seeking. Yes, giving. that's what I was gonna say. Give yourself grace and know that every there's somebody on the planet. That's what I told myself that has had the issues that you're having. You're not alone. You're not alone, and you're gonna be tired. But everyone has dealt. Whether again, it's the feeding stuff, whether it's pregnancy issues, labor sleep delivery. Training. You have very specific sleep training. sleep training advice. I will sleep training. That's for another episode. If you want. Oh my gosh, uh, all of it. But you think it's gonna go away, and when it doesn't, don't let that freak you out. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. And then financial side for those that are still worried on the money side of like, I don't think I can have a kid because of money. Oh, I would say that's it, that's not true. I mean, yes, if you have a good plan in place and you're working towards having peace with your money, that is going to help you in your overall life. But don't let money stop you from having kids. I just don't think that. I think getting married and having kids is a personal decision, regardless of where you are with money. And I, I mean, I would. But the more in control you are of your money, the less stressed you're going to be. That's fair. And that's a good, that's a nice thing to have. Well, you're a great mom. I think we can all agree on that. Not only a great person, but a great mom. Thank you, George. And Winston's a great dad. Winston is a great, he's a great dad. He's just a picture perfect. If I can just be like Winston, my <laughs> kids are going to be okay. Which means I have to learn how to do like manly stuff. He's a great girl dad. Ask him some questions. All right, we'll have Winston you. on the podcast. But it's hard, parent, but it's hard. It is so hard. It is so hard. So I'll say that. Thank too. you for your honesty. This was all very helpful and encouraging mostly. Good. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay, so we are almost at the end of the episode. And at the end of every episode, we do a segment called Guilty as Charged, where our producer Lindsay gives us a new guilty as charged question every week. And if we are guilty, we take a sip. So, Lindsay, what is it this week? I actually have two for you. Ooh, two for they were just too good. And I think one will be a shorter answer. So, okay, so we'll yes move or on no. to that. All right. First up, have you ever called a not cute baby cute? Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I got to <laughs> You got to take a drink. Now do you know what I do? Guilty. You just say, oh, look at that. No, no George. <laughs> Not what you're supposed to say. Okay. You have not done that. No. I say, <laughs> you have such a sweet baby. So you lie. I say, your sweet, baby's precious. Cute. Sweet. Sweet and precious are different than cute. Because there are some ugly babies and the parents don't know. I look back on some of our baby pictures of our kids. I'm like, they weren't cute in some of these pictures. Like, some, That's fair. They all go through, but you will never like, know. You think you know. You would think, oh, I'm going to know if my baby's not cute. You don't know. Oh, you like know. You're, you're blind to it. You're too close 100%. to the situation. It's your DNA. So your you brain are, automatically you think is it like, is the most cute. <laughs> you genuinely think it's the most beautiful baby in the whole world. And then you will look back but at some pictures. what if she is? What? <laughs> it's a possibility. And she will be. She will be. If she looks anything like Whitney. She will yes. be. She if will be. it's a girl. But this, I will be very honest. And George I'll say, I hope she has a great personality. <laughs> You know, that's what you hope for. You're Let's not going to know, George, regardless. But if I come in and I say, you have, she's so sweet. <laughs> if Rachel says you have a sweet baby, I'll know exactly what that means. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, wow. But yeah, okay, I'm, so guilty. I'm, yeah, but I, did, I have told people, yeah, for sure. Well, I know we're all guilty you. of it. That's now, yeah. if it is a cute baby, I'll caveat and say. I'll be honest, some babies I don't think are cute. Yours is legitimately Same. a beautiful Same. baby. Same. Yeah. Like yep. I lean into it. That's I oversell good. it. I, love I that. agree. Because I, I think all too. parents know that in the back of their mind, they might be lying. Yes, possibly. Or you just believe your baby really is that cute. And when everyone says it, you're like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yes. You don't care. What's the second else one? Says? All right. Second up. Have you ever stayed with someone you were dating? So think back to like middle school, high school, college. After college, if you waited, all right, um, because of they because they bought you nice things. So did you stay with someone ever while you're dating them because oh. they bought you nice things oh. or like took you to do like really nice things? So like I'm not gonna break things. up with this person because the perks are too sweet. Yeah, whether it was status stuff, whatever. No, oh. but I got married. Yeah, I didn't have. I mean, there wasn't a lot of stuff a high school can buy. That's true. So no, I mean no. This you know uh, lids they would do the custom hats. This girl that like liked me, we like hung out. She went to the mall and bought me a camo trucker hat that said G Cam in gold. <laughs> oh no. From Lids. And that was like her <laughs> gift to, you know, George. just trying to court me, I guess. And you had the big swoop hair, right? Yeah, I had you the had skater the- hair. It was like a big mop on my face. Oh I mean, my it was gosh, bad. And, so good. But I didn't like her. Oh. So I said, I kept the hat. <gasps> it was but a he cool said, hat. Yeah, he's so he's guilty. guilty. But I didn't stay guilty. with I never dated her. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah. it doesn't count. Okay. Now, there one thing that had, I'll admit this. I dated a girl once and we co-owned a bunny rabbit together. And so I like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have admitted <gasps> it's this. It's so random. I should not have admitted this. I don't think it I was one on. of the strangest situations of my life. That is the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard out of your mouth, George Campbell. <laughs> that, is, that is the most I was bizarre young. George, <laughs> a bunny rabbit. I I heard you. I heard you. And that is to be so clear. Weird. I didn't really want to do this. <laughs> no, not my idea. I believe you. It was not my idea. Oh shoot! What? what was the name of the bunny rabbit? Nigel. <laughs> the bunny's name was Nigel. You can't make this up. You cannot make this up. <laughs> but it gets worse, Rachel. How does it so we, we had shared custody of this <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> and so we would split. Like one week she had the rabbit. Stop it. The other week I had the How rabbit. How old were you? I was, uh, I think I had just graduated high school. <laughs> He's an adult. So I was probably, yeah, I was <laughs> 18 probably, years eight, old. I was probably 18. Like not fully brain not formed Not fully yet, baked. But what? The things we do for love. George. And so we, here's the worst part. She goes to India on like a summer trip. I break up with her while she's in India and then have to return the bunny <laughs> to her house, to her mom, as part of this breakup and go, here you go. So she wanted the bunny. Did you fight for the bunny? Did you fight custody? We did, did not get- have a custody battle over <laughs> said bunny. I truly did not over want Nigel. said bunny. The smell of said bunny. Like, you know, the cage. Oh, I can't. The, I don't do it. No, hey, no, and so I was like, no, hey, here's no. her bunny. She can have it. Oh. And then I left. And it was a George, very awkward scenario. That is, uh, it was the last time I've ever co-owned an animal to sit with someone I was not time. married to. Learns the hard way, old Nigel. No, I think he may still be alive. <laughs> he Bunnies last is. forever. He probably is. God That's bless. So, great. so oh, there's your gosh. lesson for the day, kids. Well, he finished her drink first. I think I'm closer. Yeah, you might be. It was a good one. It got better as it, it got, got wired better. down. I think from the ice. Yes. Okay. So here's what we were drinking. It is a mocktail margarita. 
It has zero alcohol, so great if you're an expecting mother or if you just don't drink, mm-hmm. which is a lot of our fans. I appreciate the comments of them saying, we love the mocktails. Keep them coming. Yep, absolutely. So here's what's in the mocktail margarita. It's got lime juice, lemon juice, maple syrup, and some tonic water. Oh, oh and there's one ingredient we didn't tell you, isn't it? Uh-oh. What? Pickle juice. There's pickle juice? Yes. Really? But I didn't want to tell you because you wouldn't drink it. Wow. Why? Because I guess it gives the taste of like like tequila. Oh. Yeah, I've always thought when I have tequila, this kind of tastes like, like pickle, pickle juice. juice. <laughs> but, I mean, what do you think? So interesting. That makes never sense. Never would have known. You little, would have never known. No, I will say, like, if and you have, a, if you have a martini, there's a brininess because of the olive juice. Sure, That's sure. similar to a pickle so juice. you're getting so the same fair. kind of thing. But the cost breakdown, go. it's just $1.73. So easy. So we'll put the recipe in the show notes. Give it a and try. And give it a try this weekend. And beautiful presentation in our Smart Money Happy Hour cocktail glasses, like which are not available for purchase. But they are fun. We'll leave them wanting more. But they are fun. All right, so if you guys liked this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. It's always helpful to get the word out and leave a review. We love the reviews. We love reading them because we love you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next Thursday on a new episode of Smart Money Happy Hour. Hour.